0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Spurs are rescued by another heroic performance from a Gazza at Wembley, where Tottenham made it three Premier League wins on the spin at their temporary home and rose to joint second, as we have the last word on Spurs.
2: Is Gascoigne going
0: to have a crack? He is, you know. Oh, I oh say! Brilliant. That is schoolboy's own stuff. And still Ricky Villiak. What a fantastic run. He scores!
1: Welcome back to The Last Word on Spurs. You can of course now follow us across a range of different social media platforms. We are on Twitter at Last Word on Spurs. You can also find us on Facebook and also not forgetting Instagram. Guys, as you should also be aware by now, you should be able to find us across iTunes, Acast and Audioboom. On tonight's Last Word on Spurs, we'll be discussing the narrow 1-0 win against Crystal Palace at Wembley. We'll be taking a host of questions for a very much star-studded panel this evening and finally looking ahead briefly to so the North London derby to come in a couple of weeks time. So let's introduce the guests for tonight. I am pleased to say we've got three debutants. First up we've got Smithy from Soccer AM joining us. Smithy, how are you?
2: Very well, thanks Ricky. thanks for having me on mate.
1: Pleasure, pleasure, I'm sure you'll bring the fun in the next hour. We've <laughs> No pressure. <laughs> no pressure at all. We've also got joining us another Davyton, we've got author, occasional blogger and a son of John White. Rob joins us. Rob, how are you?
3: I'm fine thanks, how are you?
1: Yes, not bad, not bad at all Rob. Not an easy win the weekend was it, that was a bit of a struggle wasn't it?
3: Uh, yeah it was, um, but it was always going to be wasn't it? it? Was. I mean everybody, 65,000 people in the crowd, yeah. most of Apart from the Palace fans, I think everybody expected us to get beat by a 1-0 goal, Sahar 89 minutes.
1: Yeah, I agree, I agree. We're going to come on to it in a second. But finally last, but certainly not least, we've got the face behind the Spurs, XY Vlogs. We've got Anna with us. Anna, how are you?
4: I'm doing well, thank you for having me. A
1: pleasure, and it's great to get you on for your debut. You've been well?
4: Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I've been a bit ill, but finally I've got my voice back. Uh, good, good. The Madrid game didn't help much. I lost it completely by the end of that, but I've got it back now. Yeah,
1: I'm well, sure <laughs> if anyone's seen your vlogs, Anna, they would have seen just how much you were struggling towards the end. They're fascinating <laughs> stuff. You have to go on YouTube and follow Anna, honestly. Absolutely brilliant. We're going to come on to vlogs very shortly. But I tell you what, Smithy, let's start with you. Um, like Rob yep. says, a bit of a struggle, that game on Sunday. What did you put it down to? Was it a bit of an after the Lord mayor show performance after the Wembley win against Real Madrid?
2: Mate, to be honest, Rob hit the nail on the head. I was at the Madrid game mm. uh, at three nil up, and I mean, just just an absolutely famous night in Tottenham's history. Yep. Uh, you know, beating the, the European champions and and playing so well as well. It wasn't just the result; it was the performance that was just incredible. But I remember turning to my mate and saying, "You watch 70th minute on Sunday in this very ground. It will be nil nil," and ev- everyone around us laughed because. You, you just knew it. It took so much out of the players, and also I've got a, a very strong theory with Spurs. I've been to so many games where we played we played we play well against because it plays into our hands. We play on the counter attack and we create a lot. The teams that we struggle against are the ones that sit back, have those two banks of four, play very defensively. I was at the Swansea game and it was like it, 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 it just it doesn't suit us really. And it was like it wasn't any surprise to me that that was a hard fought win, but. At the end of the day, that is, it's a massive win because is, yep. Palace had chances. We had a lot of injuries as well. We've got to take the positives of that. It's a, it's, that is a big win for us on Sunday.
1: Yeah, I mean, you say there, Smithy, a big win. I mean, the, the spawn of the team was out, wasn't it? Lloris, Ali, Toby Adavirod, three key players to Tottenham. So it's still an impressive
2: win on paper, isn't it, Smithy? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not not just three because, I mean, Vorm, you'd look at as a fourth key Yeah, key true. Miss, Even though he's not first choice, to no. then suddenly have... Your third choice keeper in. Make no mistake about that. Roy Hodgson would have been looking at that, going, "Lads, they've got their third choice keeper yeah. in. Um, test him, uh, you know, every opportunity. I mean, he had a great game, man of the match, clean sheet. Uh, it was brilliant. And it, uh, we've, we've, we've had to change a lot this year with formations. I mean, he, Toby coming off in, at, at, you know, against Madrid and chain putting Dyer back in and changing the formation. We've been, we've not had any sort of long term dreadful injuries. But we've had a lot of niggly problems week in week out. I don't think we've been able to field. Our strongest eleven in any game, really, because there's always someone that's whether it's an illness or a little knock. So Poch has got to take a lot of credit to how he's he's building systems and building teams that, and we're, we're we're you know blowing teams away, really, blowing Liverpool away, blowing Madrid away. A lot of credit has to go to Poch for how we're setting up in these games.
1: Yeah, I agree completely with you. Bringing you in, Rob. I mean, Smithy makes the point there about breaking teams down. I mean, Burnley, Swansea, born from Palace at half time, nil nil. I mean, we are struggling, aren't we, Rob? To a degree of trying to break these teams down in the first half for games.
3: We are, yeah, and um, I, th- I think one thing it might just be that the, the lack of pace, which does us sometimes. Um, but it, I think it is all part, um, like Adam just said, it's all part of the 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 Pochettino. It's almost a bit like watching a a, a boxing competition where you know we're going to take six rounds to 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 knock them. And to take the energy out of them and keep moving them left, keep moving them right, um, I think yesterday we were we were extremely fortunate we came up against a side that just can 't score goals basically mm. you know any other any other team, arguably they would have put one or two of those chances away, um, and then we would really have been struggling um, so yeah i'm not sure well uh, you know I think um, we we've definitely got a, a slight problem with breaking teams down, but then Thinking back, you know, it's always been it's always been very similar. Last year, we were um, we actually managed to beat teams quite well, but the, team, yeah. the seasons before, it just gets a little bit stodgy sometimes. Um, moving the ball forward,
1: it's true. But I mean, saying it's, that, yeah, it, it, do you think do you put it down to Wembley being the being the key factor here, we Rob?
3: Uh, I, I mean, I. I, I I was sort of saying before the game yesterday, I was talking to somebody and and wondering whether, I don't know, it's a bit patronising, but wondering whether for the the smaller teams that are coming to to Wembley, um, it is, you know, for want of a better phrase, it is their cup final. Yeah. um, And it's going to, I thought the Palace fans, I mean, I know the Palace fans... You, uh, people either like, like them or loathe them but I thought they were brilliant yesterday yeah, were, and that's, mm. that was one thing I don't know if we're going to talk about later I thought the um, I was guilty of it as as guilty of it as anybody but um, the atmosphere was, was well, pretty shocking Do
1: you know what I was going to bring you in Anna I was going to ask you the question because obviously you, you do the games, you, you know being the vlog we're going to try and throw your questions in throughout the night guys we've had one in from Alex Reddick who says thoughts on the atmosphere Sunday why was it so bad Anna what do you put it down to
4: well I think mainly, especially because we had the Madrid game, everyone was pumped after that beautiful performance, you Mm. know, champagne football, all that, anything you want to say about it. And then you come out and you see this struggling side, obviously loads of key players missing, as we touched on before. And the first half was quite frankly, a little bit boring, I guess. Mm. And, you know, we can be the 12th man and we can be really, really strong and we can be really vocal. And I think we're making the best out of Wembley as much as we can. However, on the other hand, if we don't see anything on the pitch to cheer about, what are we going to cheer? Yeah, no, we are difficult. We are a hard crowd to please in the end of the day.
1: No, I think we've said before on this show, we are, we are a fickle bunch. I mean, that's for <coughs> sure. Do you think, Anna, very quickly, do you think the time and anything to do about it? I mean, 12 o'clock on a Sunday. Oh, God. I, I don't definitely. want to moan, but it's not the most ideal time for a kickoff, is it? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I fully agree with that. I know I needed a lot of coffees in the morning, and <laughs> I talked to my friends as well, and we all looked like we just got out of bed. So, yeah, yeah I have a feeling that also... Ugh, yeah, I think it could have affected the players, but they're professionals, so probably it didn't. But, oh, my goodness. And I know it affected the fans. Yeah. Well, do you know what? I think the
1: most important thing is the result. And bringing it back to you, Smithy, I mean, we have questions in all the time yeah. about the, the break the teams down. I mean, Sevilla, Spur, Keith underscore Gearing, asked, why do we struggle? I mean, I asked the same question to Rob. Can you give us yeah. an answer? Do you think very similar to Rob's answer? What do you think, Smithy?
2: Why do we struggle to break teams? Yeah.
1: What, what's your kind of theory behind it? Is it just the case Damn. that teams do come here and it's their yeah final? Mate.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think d- definitely. I think that that is an issue. Uh, you know, you look at how, how we performed White Hart Lane last year. I think we, we drew two games. Leicester and Liverpool won every other game. We've come to Wembley and in our first two home games, lost more points this season than the, the whole <laughs> of last season. So, so Wembley's definitely a, a factor. Um, but I, I do stand by the fact that the teams that come and sit back and play for points and part of the bus, so to speak, with two banks of four, we, we do tend to struggle against. Look at all of our performances against the, the so-called good teams yeah, uh, that come and attack yeah, us. Dortmund, Liverpool, yeah. Dortmund, Madrid, it, it's, mm. it's, suited, it's played into our hands. Um, and I, I do think that, that is a factor. Going back to the atmosphere, by the way, mm. 100%, the fact that it is 12 o'clock yes. kick-off on a Sunday. Wembley is a mission to get to for everyone, <laughs> wherever you live. And a 12 o'clock Sunday with yeah. Southern Rail, South West trains, Northern East Midlands train delays going on, left, right and centre. The atmosphere was always going to be not great, is, is, is my thoughts on that. Because mm. um, <laughs> it was a ridiculous kick-off time. Uh, but, yeah, I, I do think we do struggle against the teams that come with that philosophy. Um, but we, we did get the win, I suppose. Yeah. That's, that's the way we have to look at it. it, you know, it was, it's three points in the bag. Uh, but, I mean, Zaha... He probably should have scored that one that he, t- he took round the keeper because that was that was a pretty shocking miss. Mm,
1: I'm going to bring on the a Son debate shortly. I mean, I'm thinking Zahar maybe has Tottenham in his mind maybe one day. I hope I hope that's the case. Um, I want to bring it back to you, Rob. I mean, you were the first one to mention the atmosphere, so I want to kind of get your thoughts on it. But are you impressed? I mean, Cam Quebec says even pleased that we got the result on a bit of an off day. What do you think of those points, Rob?
3: yeah exactly um you know it's it's uh it's a, and again another cliche, but if you can play well and win then, yeah. then there's something to be said for that um yeah i I don't know i mean there's lots of <laughs> there's lots of mysteries to to Wembley I don't think you know um somebody posted something earlier about people eating pizzas and sweets and um you know oh, it's dear. it's as I moan to my friend after having my uh, you know skinny la- skinny latte brought across <laughs> the, bought across the Wembley Way, it's, it, oh. you know it's, it's it's sort of taken the it's taken my memories of Wembley, which are old memories of Wembley, mm. uh, it's taken those sort of quite a long way away. Um, I, I I don't know, but then saying that you know I'm a, I'm I've been to enough games at White Hart Lane where the atmosphere really hasn't got going. Um, I think it's just one of those ones that that it's three points. It's another. You know, only only a few weeks ago, people were singing about the fact that, that they didn't particularly like Wembley and they no. wanted to go back to White Hart Lane. Very
1: true. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. Um, Anna, let's bring it around to you. So we've got a question in from At Getting Worse. I hope that's not a sign. Um, he says, after the high of Madrid, he says, this is the kind of game where we would usually slip up. Is this the point where this team is finally starting to show a bit more maturity? What's your thoughts on that, Anna?
4: I fully agree with that. I think there was a stat saying that people, teams who usually beat Madrid would either draw or lose their next game. Uh, we managed to get through this. We didn't do a Burnley. That was such a frustrating result, mm. honestly. I, oh, my days. Anyways, yeah, mm. so the fact that we didn't do a Burnley, uh, we managed to get that 1 0 in the end and we saw it through. It was scrappy, but three points is three points. It doesn't matter if it's 7 2 or 1 0 in the end of the day. And it's good to get to the international break with, uh, with the high.
1: Yeah, and I think it's good to say on this international break, the news tonight, I'm not sure how true it is, you guys may know more when this show's released to you tomorrow morning, is that apparently Harry Kane and Harry Winks are due to be withdrawn from the England squad, so it looks like is trying to put his feet down, Smithy, to kind of say, look, we want to keep these players fresh for us, we've got a massive game in two weeks' time, we're going to come on to it, and it's like casual at the moment, isn't it, Smithy, the injuries are building up. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I th- I've I've heard that as well. I think um, obviously Delhi's not uh, has withdrawn six yeah. six names originally, and Delhi's withdrawn. Mm. And yep. I I fully expect tomorrow people to hear that in and Winks will okay. be withdrawn as well. Uh, but I, I do think that um, the the Kane one's uh, I think he's got a slight niggle. I don't, I'd, I'd I'd be surprised if he wasn't fit for no. London derby. Yep. Mm. The Winks one's a little bit different because he it's a new injury he picked up on the weekend, so I think he needs to have. He actually needs to get that scan to, to find out the extent of the damage. But it's, it's not ideal at all. I mean, I was looking at it today and thinking, Toby's out, Hugo's... Oh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. in terms of on the on the treatment table, Harry Winks, Harry Kane... Wanyama. When's Wanyama coming back? Spurs a very frustrating oh. thing of whenever a yeah, yeah. player gets injured, they go, yeah, no, he'll <laughs> be all right. Look, he said that about Nemele a year ago. I so haven't seen him <laughs> for years. Like, uh, any, any danger of letting us know actually what's going on with our injured players. Um, but yeah... It is a slight concern that we go into that game. I mean, fully strength Tottenham team against fully strength Arsenal all day long and and have us to win that. But it's, yeah, it's slightly worrying that there's players that we don't call. Extent of their injuries going into a big game, so I suppose it's just wait and see on that front, isn't it? Yeah, it is wait
1: and see very much. Let me ask you, Smithy, about the starting lineup. So we saw Gazaniga coming yeah. to make his first start for Spurs with injuries to both Loris and Vorm. Son was yeah. in place of the injured alley uh, Rosonoria yeah. were fielded for the first time. What I did find amusement is that in the summer, Smithy, there was a massive kind of outpour to say, "Why do we need to buy a third goalkeeper? We're never going to use him." And then suddenly, yeah. twelve games in, the emergency situation comes up, and Gazaniga.
2: As a Brilliant! What eh? What game
1: are Get Getting back, mate.
2: Tottenham's number one for the next <laughs> ten years.
4: <isn't>
2: yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not, yeah. make no mistake about it. Hugo is is still the man. Course, but yeah. I, I just think, do you know what it proves to me that is that you, you're quite right. You've, you, it's a very valid point you make when we signed him, and everyone was like, we need <laughs> obviously strength in other positions mm. ahead of a goalkeeper. But it, do you know what that proves to me more than anything is that once again, Pochettino yeah. has looked at absolutely everything and gone, do you know what? I'm going, to, I'm going to sign this guy, I, I know him because I've worked with him before, mm. uh, I know a lot about him, he, he probably speaks highly of him as a player and a person, he's gone, do you know what, I'm going to bring him in and, it, and he threw him in on the weekend and it, it just goes to show that, you know he's not going to be, the, is he going to be the man that wins us the Premier League or FA Cup? Probably not, but it goes to show that he's just building something very special at this club, Indeed, and that yeah. it's it, it, it is it is a squad. I mean, so many of my non-Tottenham friends, and there's not many of them, but I do have some <laughs> friends. <like laughs> they they always say the same thing, and they go, "Tottenham's starting eleven is is brilliant. It's as mm. good as, as anyone's team in the league." Okay, you could argue Man City might be on a different level to anyone this year, but our mm. starting eleven, I think, is is as good as anyone's. The issue that we've always had is squad-wise yeah, outside that, the, the bench mm. does not compare to City's bench or Chelsea's no. bench and, and it's just it's good that you know I think Poch is starting to realize that and it, you know he's he, he bought the likes of Lorente, and you know we've got covers in fullback positions you know all over the park now and I do think he's going to invest in January as well with that said
1: well fingers crossed we're going to come on to January very shortly we had some questions come in Rob want we'll to bring it to you very quickly listen I know you're very very honest so you'll tell us Gazzaniga, <laughs> did you have your heart in your mouth in the opening stages of that game? Because there was arguments that could have been a penalty uh, against us early on. Did he just yeah, yeah. grow in confidence, Rob? What do you think?
3: He, he he did, and and um, that's that's at the end that I'm at the mm. uh, well you the old Park Lane basically, and <laughs> well, uh, me too. <laughs> oh, well, we'll say hello next time. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just just uh, 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 well I must admit I've got to got to uh, uh, yeah, just basically I'm not the biggest fan of Vorm anyway, mm. um. Mm you know he's he's a reserve goalie that's all but yeah. um I, I knew nothing about uh, Kazaniga and um yeah that incident at the start didn't didn't <coughs> everybody was sort of <laughs> looking at each other it woke everybody up i yeah, thought yeah, a i will um, <laughs> I, never, I tell you what was good i thought he was he was not afraid to 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 shout at people and mm. and get people going and um if he can work on coming off his line then um you know we could have a really good Third keeper. Yeah. presumably a second keeper at some point, hopefully.
1: Yeah. Rob, very sticking for a second. We had a question from Nick at I Nick who says Is this the best debut for a goalkeeper in our modern history? I mean, we've had some shot let's be honest, Rob, you go through our keepers in the past, the likes of Ian Walker, Espen Barton. We've had some shockers yeah. in the past, so is that is that not a bad one from uh, Gazaniga?
3: Yeah, I, I, I think it's the, isn't it? I think it's a Premiership history. Uh, the, in the time we've been in the Premiership, it's the fourth keeper that's kept a clean sheet on his on his debut. So I don't okay. know what that means. Well,
1: that's not but too bad.
3: It's, it's a stat. Yeah,
1: it's okay. yes, a stat. Was another stat out there. He's got the best success rate this season, hundred percent. I mean, I don't know where <laughs> they claw these out from. It is very funny. Anna, what what was you like about it when you saw him behind? When you was behind him, did you think you were? Did you feel quite reassured
4: apart from that only a couple of minutes? Oh yeah, the early opening minutes, that was a bit interesting. But then that was a really good save when he got down quickly to his line in the first half. Uh, I look, I think he looked good, especially because I was incredibly surprised. And I heard afterwards that he had like a 24 hours notice to even know that wall was injured. So the way he prepared himself mentally for this game is, is incredible. And credit to him, credit to the coaching staff as well, because I heard that um, Tony had a huge... Um, Job with that as well But yeah I think he he looked Much better Some of the saves He produced in the second half Even if Because it was across the, The pitch It looked amazing Apart from that Zaha Thing, but we'll move on from that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I think, like I say, overall, sure. you've got to say he definitely grew in confidence. He really did. Um, another player that seems to be growing in confidence, coming over to you, Smithy, game by game, he's playing well again, is Eric Dyer. There was a lot of talk, yeah. as we know, over the summer about the Man United move that never happened. Um, last couple of games, bar the laps in concentration at United, I have to say that, he does seem to have kind yeah. of found his game again, Smithy. Is, is it great to see this now from Dyer? Because I've always been one of his biggest fans, and it frustrates me as a Spurs fan that like, I see people out there that just don't rate him. I, I can't Understand it because I think on his day he's a great player for Tottenham.
2: Yeah, I agree. Do you know what I think the issue that he has is, uh, Ricky, is that mm. he, because he's so versatile, we've seen yeah. him play fullback, we've seen him play centre back, we've seen him play DM, and that I think the, the people that are on his back are the ones that will see him get drafted in at centre back mm. at the last minute against a world class striker, and it's like he hasn't prepared for that position, or you know, we, we, yeah. you see him move position, and you you, you you got to understand that he's playing at the highest level. It it, it, it can't be easy when your your role. From one game to the next is completely different. Um, but he, he's—he's—you know—he what he is. He's, he's like an old-fashioned English player, isn't he? He, he, is. he, he, mm. he just does all the simple things well. He seems like a top bloke. He's—you know—everyone seems to get on with him. He's great around the dressing room. I, I, yeah, I, it does surprise me that that he gets a bit of a bit of flak. Actually, I've got—I've got to agree with you there. But there are. There are Spurs fans that that do give him a bit, but again, it goes back to my point about squad players. You know, you you take him out of your squad Mm. um, and there's games when something like Toby's injured, like we saw on the weekend, and and, and a position where he would fill in. If he wasn't there, I think you'd notice when he wasn't there, especially when we start picking up injuries, because he is such a versatile player.
3: Yeah, I completely agree.
2: Rob, is that a UC Eric
1: Dyer? What have you made of his season so far? Has he progressed...
3: Gradually, um, I have to. I have to confess, honestly, I haven't mm. been giving him stick, but I, he's just been. Um, I think yeah, sometimes he's 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 a bit wooden in in the centre midfield, and um, I think I think he can be a much better player than he thinks he is, if that makes any no, sense. I think that's what... um, because I thought he showed that yesterday. Uh, I thought he was outstanding yesterday, actually, um, and I think he's got the ability to to go on and be a really good player. I sometimes wonder whether. You know, if we if we compare him with Wanyama, maybe he looks and sees what y- Wanyama does and, and tries to copy that, whereas actually then you lose Eric Dyer. if that makes any sense whatsoever.
1: No, I think it does. What's going to be the situation then, Rob? So when Wanyama does eventually return, like Smithy says, we don't know what's happened with Spurs' injury mm-hmm. prognosis. Who yeah. who do you favour in that midfield for you, Rob, if it's one of the two? I
3: I, I think if it's Wanyama from last season, then mm. it's, it's, you know it's, that would be my first choice. Right. And I think that may be... Uh, like Smithy just said, it may be that maybe um you know if Dyer has a problem in his career, that may just be a problem that he's he ends up being the guy that plays in several positions, um as opposed to making one position his own.
1: Mm. It's an interesting one, isn't it, Dyer? And I because I know like we said, he does seem to polarise opinion. And I want your thoughts on Eric Dyer? Do you think his season has got better as we go on so far?
4: Definitely. And I, for me, actually, he was my man of the match against okay. Alice. I know that mm. Gaza was amazing, don't get me wrong, but some of the tackles and the pace he showed against Zaha, especially yeah. in the first half, Agreed. I was blown away by it. Honestly, I didn't know he had that pace in him. I was so, so surprised. The way he can slot in from a DM to the centre-back, the back three position, he did it mid-game in Madrid, the authority he has. I know that loads of um, play interviews, they always ask, oh, which, which of your teammates is likely to become a manager? They always say dire. He's got that authority in him. I, I find that incredibly, incredibly useful for a, a back three, centre back or midfielder role, and versatile as well. Uh, I agree with the fact that he might not be able to get one role on his own, but if you really look into Poch's team, does the way we play most, we we change formations, we change positions. Does anyone really have like a set play? No,
1: that's very true. Like, Everyone seems to roam around with freedom, don't they? That does seem exactly. to be the you've kind of way got, we you've
4: play. Yet. Yeah. yeah, we've got our best striker, Harry Kane. Pulling out assists like no other. <laughs> just look at the the Sonny goal in against Liverpool. Or anything like you're gonna tell me he's just a striker? And uh, yeah, so that's why I'm saying. That. I'm just trying to be incredibly positive. I'm probably one No, to I, think, to I think I think
1: there. Where's his best position yeah, then for yeah. you? And honestly, where's his best position for you, Dyer? Do you throw him centre half? Throw um, him as a defensive mid?
4: I think he himself prefers a defensive midfielder. I feel like that's what he likes as well. I think he's really, he's been much better in centre-back, but I've been more impressed by him in the, the midfield role, if I'm honest.
1: OK, fair enough. OK, let's bring him out to you, Smithy. Let's talk about Hummin Son yeah. then, because the goal, God, it was crucial. We needed it. I think there was a great yeah. little message out there with some Alistair Gold who said, Son proving twice, well, if that, you give him a second, he'll score a goal. Give him five seconds and he'll struggle. I mean, he does seem to be one of those players <laughs> yeah. that, you know what, Everything about great, him, great Sophie, it's line. instinctive, isn't it? It's instinctive that he can score a goal like that. But you give him time, and he can't seem to put a goal together.
2: Yeah, I mean, definitely the the, the technique he showed mm. for, for the actual goal was phenomenal. Because if you look, That's... if you look at the, the second replay that he showed when it, he was right behind him, the, the bend that he got <laughs> on the ball was phenomenal. But. Yeah, the second, the second, the one-on-one was, was a lot of it's a much easier chance, was not it? Uh, but the thing is, if you look at Son's uh, goal contribution, goals and assists for the last few seasons, it's brilliant. It is, like you always, I do, I do think he's an underrated Premier League player. We, you, you talk about Tottenham, and there's very few people that go, do you know what? Oh, Son, he's he's brilliant, or he's well. You, you hear it about Ali, Eriksson, Kane. People don't talk about Son in the same breath, and I, I don't think he's the player that. Ericsson is a rally is, don't get me wrong but he, his goal contribution on if you're looking at stats statistically on paper last season his goal contribution w- was was fantastic does he start in our full strength Tottenham team when everyone's fit probably not but again I think he's a, he, he's a good squad player but the game just sort of epitomised him really didn't it I mean mm. he had a couple of chances that he, he could have done a, a lot better at and Chips him with a goal. So it's, you know, it, that game epitomised swimming sun, really. Yeah. But he's so happy, in these. he? He's, he's, oh, he's, he's got to be the happiest footballer. Yeah. You know, he walks around smiling. He, you know, he's just... He just seems like a, a different handshake with every player. He just looks like he's loving life. Does it, does, it, player, which, does it surprise you? Which is really important. You? Does it surprise you, Smithy, just how kind of...
1: I don't say relax is maybe not the right word, but you never hear him moan about not being selected. Bearing in mind, you know, sometimes he isn't picked for the favourable games. Didn't get a look in against Madrid. You know, Okay, played against Dortmund, but he's left out of high-profile games. But you never ever hear yeah. him go to the media to complain. He just seems such a content lad to just play when he's been asked. It's great to see.
2: Ricky, I got a great story about him. I did a shoot with. Uh, I met him and him and uh, Deli Did a shoot with them, and we'd, we were they were teaching each other there. Uh, so he was. Teaching him Korean, and we did a, we did okay. a whole uh, Delhi Alley Oh, and that Jimin was Sun. fun. And, I
4: enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, we did it on our
2: YouTube channel. <laughs> so it's Kim ming teaching Delhi Alley right. Korean. Mm. Uh, it's on Stockholm's YouTube channel. I encourage you to watch it. But honestly, he came in, he shook the hand of every single person oh. in the room. He was smiling. Yeah. We were there for about two hours. And he, I was just chatting to him and his, 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 his personnel. It just wasn't the usual chat you have with no. agents and people that look after footballers. Mm. You know, he was asking me about what music I like. It, 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 do you know what he was, mate? Just an absolute gent of a man. And he was just smiling the whole time. And it just, for me, that is the whole point about becoming a professional footballer is because as a kid, you dream of doing something you love doing. Yeah. And you, you, see, you see there's so much in the game now with money and, you know, young players. Mm. Um, One in that dream, and he—he just epitomises for me. Someone who just simply loves playing football and is a professional footballer because it's all he's ever wanted to do. I, it, it, I, I just, i I'd, I'd almost love to sit down and play a sort of game with him <laughs> to see if you can make him not smile. I think there's another. Thing <laughs> oh. He just keeps smiling all the time. But he, uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. But no, but I
1: think that. Kind of, uh, do you know what's funny, Smithy. You say that. That maybe just kind of you know puts into perspective exactly the kind of profile Poch wants, doesn't it, as a player? Yeah. You know, that kind of whole thing about being a nice person, being decent. I mean, yeah. bring it over to you, Rob. Last said there to Smithy. The guy could. Quite easily throw his toys out the pram, but you know he's the highest top, uh, highest goal scorer now in South Korea with 20 goals. Yeah. Do you agree with Smithy? He's underrated, Rob.
3: Um, uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I would Yeah, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if Smithy was saying he was underrated. I'm not sure. I just think he's. Um, if if you're a manager, he probably is your perfect mm, player because. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you know, you're not going to get any grief whatsoever. He's probably absolutely brilliant training wise. Um. So yeah, he's probably a perfect player. And actually, if he is underrated by other fans or other teams, then that's that works in our favour. Does yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah.
1: Does he frustrate the life out you, Rob? At the same time, sometimes.
3: No, not really. I, no, you know, I, I, I'm sort of. I think I've been watching Spurs long enough to be beyond perfection. <laughs> you know, anything. Yeah. <laughs> Anything's uh, anybody that's trying their hardest, in my opinion, mm. um, that makes it. You know, it, it, it's not walking around, strolling around, and that's the other good thing about him. You know, he's, he's never if he misses one, he just goes back, does it again, um, yeah. and hopefully doesn't miss the next time. Um, you know, so I, I I he doesn't he doesn't really frustrate me. He just um, I give him some slack.
1: Okay, fair enough. We've got a question in from a, a regular panelist on the. On the last one on Spurs, how can we forget him? Jason McGovern. Jason, I hope you well. He's just coming back from Thailand. He asked the question about Wilfred Zahar. And there was a lot of kind of rumours a couple of summers ago about Zahar potentially coming to Spurs. Um, in comparison to Sonny, Smith, if you're getting your thoughts on it, listen, I'm a massive yeah. Zahar fan. I put it out there ages ago that I would love to see <coughs> Spurs move for him. Palace got him tied down to the New Deal. Listen, we don't know what's going to happen to Palace this season. They may very well stay up. Based on that performance, that audition, Smithy, what did you make of Wilfred yeah. Zahar? I mean he rounded gazaniga at one point, missed the target. What do you make of Zahar? Would he be is he a Spurs player when you look at him for you?
2: Zahar technically is one of the best players in the Prem, technically. Mm. Uh, I, I just think he lacks a football brain at times and, mm. and it like you'll you'll see him beat three players. Some we had him on, on Showboat and on Soccer and some of the things he does with the yes. ball are and incredible. incredible. Mm. he's always on it. But he, he doesn't you know, his goal scoring record isn't brilliant. You know, his his contribution to goal stats aren't brilliant. Do I think Wilfred Zahar starts in a fully fit Tottenham team now? No. However, he is exactly the kind of player Poch could turn into a brilliant player for Tottenham. So uh, yeah, I, I I'd like to see us go for him in Jan. I know that we we're in for him and we came we actually came close to signing him, um I, I heard in the in the last uh in the last window, so I can believe that uh, as I don't well, think, yeah. I don't I don't think he's good enough to start off a current team now, but I think he ha- he has such raw potential that, that Poch can um you know, Poch can make shine. I mean Potch has even made Suzoko look good recently, so I mean yes, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's hope for anyone, but no, that's that's a bit harsh. he has Sissoko has played well. But yeah, I would I'd yeah. like to see us go back in for Wilf I would, yeah.
1: Okay. Anna, do you share those thoughts? What's your thoughts on Wolfita? <laughs>
4: Uh, I actually like the look of him. Yeah, Whenever I've seen him play against us or just in other games, he's looked good. Pace is something I would have loved. when I heard we were linked with Martial. Mm. I, I was so excited oh, so I was right. that fell through. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I think Pace would be something amazing. If he is technically there, then that's brilliant. Um, and if Poch can just man-manage him, if he is, does pie into his philosophy, then he can turn him into the next Next amazing thing. I mean, look at Ali; he's got amazing mm, very true. capabilities, and mm-hmm. he's got a little bit of fire in him. But he now knows how to use that to his best abilities, and he's scoring goals against Real Madrid. So, if I'm honest, yeah, let's go for him. Why not?
1: Okay, Robin, I'll ask you: Do you think oh, that sounds silly? We that miss does that justify the fact that you know we won't pay the kind of money Palace want for Zahar? Is that being slightly harsh based on just one opportunity?
3: No, I think it, I think if if we're looking to get. I don't. I don't see. I mean, I. You know. I, I, all right, he's a good player, but yeah. I just don't see. I think if my head comes into it, yeah. then actually I don't see him getting getting nearer, getting a near a start in a Spurs shirt. Okay. Um. And I think, maybe I'm uh, mistaken, but United don't let players, good players, go very often. Mm. Um. Stam. Yap. Stam. Uh, yeah. I guess Ronaldo went, but they got the. You know, they had good good times out of Ronaldo. I think somebody. I, I don't know if we're going to talk about transfer window or. No, all, we, will, but, we will come um, on. to it. Yeah, definitely we will. Okay. Mm. Do, yeah, yeah. do you just think I mean, that, Rob? I,
1: is there a, is there a player? Is there? I mean, is there a player in there? But do you think it's maybe a fact that you know he's at his level? I don't mean to be horrible to the guy. You know, Palace maybe is his level. Would he struggle to kind of get that step up? I compare it to someone like Gilfie Sigurdsson, Rob. You know came to Spurs, didn't do very well. He's gone to Everton now from Swansea and, again, he's struggling there. Do you think it's another similar situation to that, possibly?
3: I do, yeah, yeah, I do. I think he's probably got, he, like um, you said, he's he probably has got phenomenal talent and phenomenal mm. skills, but it takes a bit more than that, doesn't it? It does. And, I'm, I, you know, I, I've not really seen that enough from what I've seen of him... To um to think actually yeah he would make that uh, make make a difference at Spurs.
4: Okay. No, it could be sorry to yeah, just Jim, but it, mm. it could be just he's not been managed well enough. Like look at Davies for example, how much has he improved? Yeah, would we thought he'd be starting against Real Madrid yeah. and Trippier as mm. well? So I'm like whilst I obviously agree with what you are saying mm. and uh, from what I've seen so far as a heart, I agree he would not start. But who knows what Poch could turn him into? It's
1: very true. I mean, we say something about Barkley, don't we? We're going to come on. We are going to come to some January chat soon, guys. I promise. Yeah. Um, just <laughs> I want to stick with you, Rob, for a second. What have you made, mm-hmm. Rob, of Serge Aurea's star? And we've come out with news today that apparently uh, Barcelona have been scared off him due to his negative association around the media or whatever. But Rob, he hasn't had the greatest start to his Spurs career. Probably <laughs> best now to not start bringing Barcelona talking to uh, into the media at the moment.
3: Yeah, I still, I still think, I mean, I think most of us are completely spellbound by Poch, and it's whatever whatever Poch says, yeah, that's fine, we'll go with that. But I, what I've been saying to people, I think if you cast your minds back maybe four, four seasons ago, Rose and Walker were probably amongst the, the, you know, well, probably slightly longer than that, but amongst... Part of the two of the worst defenders I think I've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> absolutely fantastic going mm. forward I think Dak Rose didn't know if he was a winger or a defender no
1: very true very true
3: and with some good coaching uh, you know Potcher's ironed out you know Walker and Rose there was a penalty or a sending off at most games uh, yeah. wait, right, waiting to happen I've mm, always got that about him I think he's got enough of the, the good stuff about him hopefully where you know there was a couple of things he did yesterday they were absolutely ridiculous mm, but there were some really mm. good things that and actually, uh, if you're going to move on to the Trippier Rose, uh, the Trippier Aurea thing, it's a really mm. hard bait that one, because um, I'm not sure which one would scare that's the hell it. out well, that's of. You it, well, it. it's
1: funny. It's exactly the same. Hotspur Sam's asked that question. Trippier Oria who's number one? Rob, very quickly on that. Who is your number one at the moment?
3: I'd have half and half of them if I, if I possibly <laughs> could. If I could sit on his <laughs> I just think I think if you're a left winger, Oria's mm. going to scare the hell out of you, the and pace. I'm not sure mm. that. Trippier's scary enough, okay. um, but his delivery—you know, his delivery crossing-wise—it's it, absolutely fantastic. Okay. So I—I I, I don't know. We're just lucky to have both of
1: them. I agree, Smithy. What have you made of Oria's start? Yeah. I mean, some will call it rash. Some will call it that he's adapting yeah. to the Premier League. Tell us your stance on it. What do you think?
2: i oh, massively hot and cold. I mean, yeah, <laughs> he gave away a silly penalty, didn't he? In the in the Bernabeu, And a West Ham. even. Well, West, a West Ham. Ham. Yeah. Mm. But then he has he's shown glimpses of a really really you know, quality player. Uh, the trippier Aurea debate is an interesting one. I mean, Trippier's had more assists than any defender since the start of last Crazy. season in the Premier League. When it's you insane, think, of that. Th- think of his lack of mm. game time last year as well, yeah. mm. uh, would show you. And also his delivery is phenomenal. But then, yeah. flip side of that is, uh, you know, it, for a right back, r- right full back, wing back, whoever they end up playing them, is that what you look for? Uh, assists, probably not. Defending comes first. So, it is, it is a tricky one. I, I, I'd have Trippier now Um for this season alone but I, I think going forward long term Aurea will develop into a, a very very good player and I, th- I think he's I think he's probably looking at Trippier maybe now as his first choice but probably towards the end of the season I think Aurea will be, will be playing regularly okay. is how I can see it panning out
1: fair enough Anna do you go alongside that what's your thoughts uh,
4: yes to some extent I agree with what, what you've said both of you uh, Aurea yes hot and cold have seen some amazing abilities and he's been a bit rash at times Trippier Amazing crossing ability, that's for sure. Although I don't think he takes on his uh, opponent that many times. I don't think he has the pace to either, um, which is fair enough to him. So uh, that's the only thing I didn't like. Basically, before the Madrid game, I don't think he had the best of uh, seasons. But then again, that Madrid game just absolutely turned everything around. And for Aurea, yeah, I think he needs a little bit more training, mm. um, a little bit more posh well, training. A bit
1: more time with posh, isn't it? I mean, the, the, yeah. the guy, yeah. it, was a, it was a very rushed transfer, wasn't it? It, wasn't, it was a, literally yeah. we're holding, waiting yeah. for this work permit. I think everyone was in kind yeah. of... Breathed breath we wanted to go down the tax office ourselves to go and get it for him it was just, <laughs> it was, it was just insane The kind of, we are all kind of praying that, the, that it was going to yeah. come through it came through I think yeah. you're right Anna I think it's going to take some time but I tell you what Anna let's stick with you for a second talk to us about Jan Vertonghen because what a year he's had I mean he put an imperious display Sunday I mean for me he's been Spurs' most consistent player of the year would you go alongside that with, that, with Jan?
4: I would fully agree with that. I saw a poll somewhere on Twitter there. Someone <laughs> asked, "Where who would you choose um, Alderweireld over Tongan? Uh, who's the better player, technically? But then who's been your most consistent? I think Jan's been absolutely outstanding. And he's been going forward as well. And, well, and he had shots as well. He was so devastated he mm. couldn't score in the other game. Honestly, I've been so impressed by Jan this season. Definitely one of our most consistent, outstanding. One of our captains as well. So... He's he's well respected by his teammates. I just can't stop talking good things about him. Yeah,
1: no, Jan has been brilliant. I mean, Smithy, Jan, for you, how good has he been this season?
2: Yeah, he's been classed as well. He's even I mean, even for internationally as well, he's chipped in with goals from mm. distance for Belgium. He's played. Yeah, he has been. He, I'd I'd agree. He has been one of our one of our best players this season. And the great thing is, when people say who do you prefer, Toby or Jan, I say it's irrelevant. They both played yeah, for Spurs, and exactly. they're both brilliant players. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about it. And we and we and bought Sanchez as well. And Gary never made a great point in the game when we played Liverpool. And we was comparing our defence. With theirs, whether I mean there is no comparison, as he, as he <laughs> quite rightly said, but we already had two, arguably three, with dire great centre backs, but yeah. we still invested in another centre back. And it's just, you know, defensively, we are we are rock solid. And, and from all my lifetime of being a Spurs fan, we've always this had these flair yeah. attacking players going forward, even when we were, you know, toilet, for yeah. want of a better word, the had, like the likes of Janola mm. or Klinsman playing yeah. for us. We've always had good attacking players, uh, but it's just great now that we are rock solid at the back, and it's just I mean, you know, I'm an attacking player myself, and I love nothing more than the flair (laughs) players. But it's it's frustrating when you have to win games 5-4 that like we used to have to. But I just think it's it's great we have so many options at the back, and it's you know, as I say, if if people say who's better, it's just it's a it's a non-discussion for me because the fact that they all play for Tottenham is just is just such a positive.
5: (laughs) I
1: agree. I completely agree with you. Um, Rob, bring it around to you. We're living in a strange world where Spurs have a solid defence. I never thought I'd be alive to tell the story, Rob. (laughs) What what's going on? How has this happened?
3: Um, yeah, good. Very good question. I, I guess it sort of, in a way, it reflects the manager. Mm. Um, yeah, Poch's philosophy, I guess, starts with with defence, which is a, uh, you know, if you if you look in the Spurs dictionary, it's really hard to find that very word. Hard to find that, um, not it
1: down the years? God,
3: <laughs> I think, I think, uh, I think Sanchez has been absolutely fantastic this season. I, I really do, um, and nicely understated that not too many people are talking about him. Um, you know, he's only he's twenty one, isn't he? I think. Yeah. Well, do you know what, um, Rob?
1: You sound Sanchez very quickly. His record at the moment is played eleven, one nine, drawn two, lost yeah. none. John asked the John Mannings asked the question. He's been a massive part of our season, the Premier League, Champions League unbeaten streak. Just how good has he been since the debut? Has he exceeded all your expectations, Rob?
3: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just uh, I, I, I think it is part of that. You know, growing up, bringing being a a Tottenham fan and you you just think is this another Anthony Gardner or another um, Chris Perry I, you know, just, we've, we've seen so many Raymond Vega mm. we've seen so yeah. many poor defenders at, at Stuart at, Nellicott they,
5: Stuart, Nellicott. You, <laughs>
3: uh, Stuart you, Nellicott I've had the pleasure of playing football against Stuart Nellicott <laughs> <laughs> so even, even now um, oh, yes, it, it's it, I was actually a, somebody must be able to answer, answer this statistic but oh. uh, mm. I was talking about it yesterday I can't remember a horrible thing to say. With the, the the you know the I know the Arsenal game's coming up next, but I, have we actually taken a, a you know what is the highest defeat that we've had under Pochettino? I, think I don't we think had the, we had. The, think, so I'm else.
1: thinking back. I think it's the, the Newcastle game, the five-one.
4: Oh yeah. Fire is is
3: that
1: right, game, guys? Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. I can't yeah, think of anything yeah, else. It Probably has
2: is to that be. 5-1, 5-1 yeah, Premier League that that defeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've all tried to
1: erase it from our memory,
2: Rob. Thanks for mentioning
1: that, Rob. That was a terrible game.
2: And Arsenal pips us, Carl. Cool. Oh dear! I we we're talking about Spurs, here. Oh, but
1: we, 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 we've come. We've come a long way, haven't we, Rob? I mean, but the, the Sanchez thing. I mean, it's just crazy, though. Know, he's just misplaced thirty of his four hundred and thirty passes. He's attempting the Premier League. Ninety-three percent accuracy. I mean, you just think, Rob. He, he started so high. He set the barrier so high for himself that as Spurs fans, we're so fickle. You know, yeah. at, at some point, you hate to say, it, is there going to be a dip coming at some point? Do you think, Rob?
3: I just can't see it. I mean, you know, I, I really can't see mm. the the guy. Just the first game he played. Uh, I can't think what 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 his home debut was. Um, I think he played. Ever- I think I, his
1: debut Burn. was Ever- it was it Burnley Everton? Or, was it Everton away? The three 0 I might be wrong. Oh
3: no, the, sorry. The, it might be the Burnley game at home. Okay, yeah. It was Burnley. Burnley. Yeah, It
1: uh, okay. was yeah, one game, the and London. I just spent
3: ten mm. minutes watching him. Mm. And it, actually, his concentration levels are phenomenal. He's always looking right, left, right. Le- I don't know. if... Frank Lampard used to talk about doing that as well. Mm. But he, he is. It's it's just like um he's just so well drilled and so well coached that um you know, it's not really that surprising that he, he seems to be a great player. And hopefully we're not gonna you know he's he's not just going to be a one season or half a season wonder. I no. can't see it.
1: Fingers crossed. Well, fingers crossed. Well, just to remember we have got the likes of Loris out Virod, Ali Wanyama, Lemela still to come back into this squad. It was Spurs' tenth win in their last fourteen competitions. That win against Palace on the Sunday. Twenty-three points so far this season. Our best ever start to a Premier League. And bearing in mind, been playing at Wembley, so there is still a lot to be happy about. Yes, the performance wasn't great. Guys, we're going to go for a a very, very quick break. Then after, we're going to take more questions for tonight's panel and we're going to preview Arsenal in the North London derby. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this very short break.
5: Hello and welcome to Lone Watch, a weekly update on our players out on loan. Starting in the Sky Bet Championship this week, Josh Onema featured for Aston Villa in a midweek 2-0 away victory over Preston North End. Josh actually set up Villa's second goal of the game, which was scored by Robert Snodgrass. Josh was withdrawn from the Preston match uh, with an injury which kept him out of Villa's uh, 2-1 home defeat to Sheffield Wednesday at the weekend. Staying in the Championship, Cameron Carter Vickers featured twice this week for Sheffield United. The first was a 1-0 away defeat to Queen's Park Rangers, while the second was an emphatic 4-1 home victory over Hull City. Like Josh... Cameron Carter-Vickers got an assist this week, setting up the first of four goals that were scored by Blades striker Leon Clark. In League One, well in fact the FA Cup, um, Conor Ogilvie played 80 minutes of Gillingham's 2-1 win over Leighton Orient. Um, staying with the running theme in England this week, Connor also provided an assist uh, for what turned out to be Gillingham's winning goal scored by striker Tom Eaves. In Turkey, Vincent Janssen played the full game as Fenerbahce drew 1-1 away at 12.99 Osmantispor. Uh, Tom Glover did not feature for Central Coast Mariners this week. That's it for this week's edition of Lone Watch. Speak to you again next week and come on you Spurs. Hello guys, welcome back to the last word
1: on Spurs. Guys, as always, we ask you to get your questions into us every single week as you'll probably notice, due to the amount of questions you guys get into us now, we are trying to read them out throughout the show. If you would like to be part of the debate, all you've got to do is tweet us at our Twitter handle of Spurs, leaving your question with the hashtag LWOS. And once again, guys, we cannot thank you enough for all of your support recently. The show continues to be in the iTunes charts. We can't do it without you all. So thank you so much for all of your support. It is so, so much appreciated and let's get some more questions away to the team Smithy, let's come over to you um yeah. question here this is from poltech rms at poltech rms who says should we give son a shoot on site policy
2: shall we give son <laughs> a shoot on site policy that's um... the
1: question in from poltech what do you think
2: <laughs> i mean no probably not because uh the very mighty, be... saturday was a bit well
1: sunday was a bit mixed wasn't it for <laughs>
2: It was a bit mixed, but like we said, he scored the winning goal. We won one yeah. 0 and he's the happiest football I've ever met. So I'm I, leave, leave him alone. I like him. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it, it, that, that did make me laugh. That question. Yeah, that, <laughs> I can see where he's coming from with that. But um, no, I think I think we, we we leave that to Poch. I think for okay. the coaches.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> Sticking with Sonny for a second. Let's come over to you, Anna. And this is from Zoe Pearson at Z THFC. She says, Does Sonny start in the North London derby? If so, who misses out? And if not, who gets the nod ahead of him? Good question. What do you think?
4: That is an interesting question. I think I just saw on Twitter today that Ali might make it back in time Mm, for the North London derby. Fingers crossed. Um, I think Sonny's pace would be incredibly useful. It will be a lively game. Uh, Arsenal haven't defended so well this season. And uh, that could be a benefit for us. On the end of the day, it is... An international break between it, so it's just down to how the players perform. Does he have a late game again for South Korea? Mm. So, okay. but right now he's on form, so yeah, yeah. there's no reason not to. But I guess in the end, it's also if if Ali's back or not.
1: Okay, Rob, come over to you. Would you be tempted to fry him in?
3: Um, probably not. Okay. I think uh, I think at the moment he he just he just doesn't. Um, he doesn't fit into our starting eleven, or best starting eleven, sadly. So I think if everybody's back, he, therefore following that logic, he doesn't get a game. I yeah, think I he's. I think um, again, he, he is a manager's perfect player because if you start the guy, he tries his hardest, and, yeah. and he, he, if you if you bring him on from the bench, you know that he's going to bring something different. He's going to, you yeah. know, so he's probably going to. Um, yeah, I think that's probably, you know, probably going to be his position for now
1: okay let's talk about the, la- the left back dilemma then so this is from Ray underscore grit who says dilemma for Potch at left back after Danny Rose's performance against Palace does he start at the Emirates he personally thinks Ben Davis deserves to get the start what do you make of that Rob very quickly just sticking with you would you be tempted to start Rose over Davis or do you think Davis deserves that opportunity against Arsenal
3: <laughs> um, oh, what a question eh mm, um you. Yeah, I I I I would probably go with Danny Rose. You would really? Just, yeah, I just think yeah. again, it's back to it's back to putting the fear of God up to up, mm. up to other people, and actually, supporters-wise, it would scare the uh that lot more than than Ben Davis, who again is probably just a little bit too nice.
1: Do you think, Rob, very quickly, the whole Rose the, the saga of the summer? Are we starting to get over that? Because as, as fans, we said before, we are so fickle. You know, is there a second chance from at Spurs? Because there is also that kind of, you know, thing under Poch, that once you've crossed him, you know, he never forgets. <clears throat> is he still going to be a Spurs player, Rob, do you think? Or is it a case that it will be, again, re-examined in the window, what happens with him?
3: Um, I, I, I personally, I personally, it didn't really bother me. Um... I mean, did he you know, just, I mean what,
1: the thing is, Rob, I think the argument is, did he just say what a lot of people were probably knowing and thinking anyway at the time? It's just that obviously yeah. the way he done it, it, just wasn't great, I suppose. Yeah, yeah,
3: exactly that. And um, I think the the good thing now, I would think he's really got to prove himself, not just to, if he wants to go somewhere else, he's got to prove that he's, he's as good as he was before he was injured, but he's also got to prove himself to the fans to an extent. I think I think the the love is still there for him.
1: Yeah, he got. I mean, he got a massive, didn't he? He got a massive ovation when he came on against Madrid. I mean, that, that was definitely for sure a couple of games ago. Smithy, where do you stand on the whole Danny Rose debate? You know, oh, as a fan base, can we forgive him? Can we move on? I'm sure if Rob says he starts at the weekend, in a couple of weeks' time against Arsenal, scores, I think all will be forgotten pretty much.
2: Yeah, simple as that, mate. I mean, how many times in football have we seen that <laughs> If a player hands yeah. a transfer a question, they don't they don't get sold, and the fans on their back. The foot- at the end of the day, mate, it'll all come down. to He'll let the football do the talking. Mm. Um, and Danny Rose is is a quality player. Make no mistake about that. And I I, I think I mean I, I've sort of almost forgotten about that. Anyway, I did, did I like what happened? No, not not really. But I mean, you know, it wasn't wasn't like he was you know it wasn't like he was slating the the club or the players or the or the fans per se. It was it was just. You know, it was it was it wasn't ideal. No, it wasn't ideal. But I, I think simple as that. If he goes back to the performances he was putting in before he got injured, the fans will will, will, will love it again. I, I just think at the end of the day, it all comes down to how good he is on the pitch because that that is, is is like you say a fickle game. But if he starts playing as he did, then it will be forgotten.
1: Yeah, and similar question to you, Smithy. For you, who starts against Arsenal at that left back spot?
2: It's Did a you? very good question that you know, very good question because uh, Ben Davies has been one of our best players, and he's really, really, um, I think, surprised a lot of lot of uh, fans. He's, he's improved, chipping with goals he? as well. Yeah, he's been really he's, he's been defending really improved. But I, I've got to agree with Rob. I would I would definitely start um, Danny Rose just just because, as you say, it's just uh, his all round game, and I just think he would get the nod ahead of Ben Davies if both are fully fit, match fit against Arsenal the way that Arsenal play uh, and the amount of games that Danny's played against them I I would go personally with Rose but it's one of them mate that Mm. I I don't think any Spurs fan in the ground if if it was Rose or Davis you'd probably have disagreements but no one would go oh my god I can't believe he's starting Rose or oh my god I can't (laughs) believe he's starting Davis I think there's genuine consensus that that is a very very tough decision for Posh to make
1: I think as long as he's not humming on at left-back, we'll, we'll be oh all right. My God.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you, you've got a point there. <laughs>
1: uh, Anna, coming over to you. Very quickly, just give us a yes or no for you. Rose, left-back against Arsenal, what, what would you do?
4: Uh, I mean, if he is fully fit, then hmm. definitely. Because uh, he didn't last the full me- match against Palace. But if he can work on that, then then yeah, obviously he's played so well against them. He's played a number of times against them. Technically, he's still the, the better left-back, even though Davies has improved a massive amount. And uh, what a better time to prove that he he wants to stay at the club and perform at his best than a North London derby.
1: Yeah, well, peeking over at the other side of the uh, other side of the road, or should I say, you know, looking at the game <laughs> against Arsenal. What's your thoughts going into it? And are you worried? I mean, are you looking forward to it? I mean, they've just come off the back of a defeat against Man City. Um, Their fans, I mean, they're just so one week it's, <laughs> one week it's Wenger in, one week it's Wenger out. I mean. How do you view the game as a Tottenham fan? We should go in there full of confidence, you know. I mean, our form against them has been brilliant recently.
4: It has. That's very true. I mean, honestly, come on, the City game. What what did we expect? They would have. Yeah, I, th- I thought they were going to lose that game if they would have got a draw or a win that would have been an incredible result so that would have been worse for us the fact that they lost mm. uh, it's just exactly what we expected I just <clears> pulled <throat> up um, the previous results the last three away games have all been one all so that's quite interesting I-, I don't feel like this is going to be a one all but I mean we'll mm. see We, I, sh- I am a little bit confident because we have been good our away form this season has been amazing apart yeah, from Man United, mm. Man United but, yeah. so even even more And I'm actually really, really looking Forward to it should be good.
1: Yeah, is it strange, Smithy, going into a game of this magnitude against Arsenal away? You know, sometimes in the past we'd be fearful going into it, we'd be worried. I mean, as Spurs fans now, I feel like we
2: quite relish it, don't we? Yeah, definitely, mate. It's a good point. I mean, yeah, certainly through my childhood and growing up, when we'd go to Arsenal, you'd, you'd bite your hand up for a point, and you know, when we were sort of the understudy. But I mean, it's not like that at all now. Spurs are like a far superior team than Arsenal in in every department. I mean, it, it, even their fans know it as well. I've got to say that, that they know that, mm. you know, Tot- Tottenham are a far superior team. The only thing that worries me is that we, we do have a mountain injury list. And do. I, mm. I, I can't see all of them being fully fit or even... And there's a difference between being fit and being match fit as well. So
0: yeah. like, it's,
2: it's impossible at this stage, uh, especially with the international break, to know um, who, who's going to be, you know, who's going to be playing and, and who's going to be fit. And there's other factors. You've got internationals... Players like Ericsson have got qualifiers for the World Cup, do you know what I mean? That, that we're not taking into account. You've got the players that are injured as well, pulling out the England squad. So it's not It's not ideal. It's very hard to give an, a, an honest sort of prediction of how I see the game going mm. because I don't know who, of course, who's going to be playing. But I, I would certainly be looking at that fixture as we go there to win it um, f- from the way that we've played this season because we, we are a. a fast superior team than Arsenal, simple as that
1: It's great to have that confidence going into it I mean Rob coming over to you, you look at the two different clubs and the way they stand at the moment I mean there's such a massive divide, you look at Spurs as a fan base now and even even at the boardroom, Spurs we're so together as a club and you look at down the road, I mean they're so fractious you know you can see, does it surprise you the way it's gone down there and again do you go into this game full of confidence as a Spurs fan?
3: Uh, it doesn't surprise me it delights me to see what's going on down there um, however on the other hand Anna I don't know how you can say you're looking forward to this game in my life I've never uh, ever looked forward to a North London derby I, I think it's, it's just something that I think it's just something that's in, ingrained the in Warren, me you know Warren. it. Mm. The worry, yeah, the the, the it's just uh, the the words enjoy and Northlander Derby do not go together in my vocabulary. What about um,
4: last season's at the White Hart Lane? Come on! <laughs> oh yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I, once it's going, once it's once it's happening, mm. but we've I've just been on on the the wrong end of so many bad results with that lot. Um, that yeah, I think so. it's 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 a bit like. Um, it's a bit like, I guess, if you know, if you if you suffered abuse your whole life, eventually,
1: <laughs> yeah, you
3: you're going yeah. to expect that's going to happen. And and to be honest, growing up, I I'm, I'm North no, London. I now. agree,
1: Rob. I agree. But are times changing, Rob. You look, oh, at, the, you look it's, at them. they the, like polar opposites now as clubs, isn't it? You look at the divide in terms of what is going on there in comparison to us. We are thinking forward. You know, they You know, you look at us last week. You know, we come off the back of a fabulous result in the Champions League. And they're struggling to get a result in the Europa League, Rob.
3: Mate, mate, I'm I'm starting to feel sorry for Ian Wright when no. he comes on TV. <laughs> when he talks. I'm I'm thinking this yeah. guy. I really feel sorry for him. Mm. Um, but you know he can become a Spurs fan. We we'd have him. I think. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we, should, we should offer some sort of um, conversion therapy, basically, oh. to get him over. Oh. I, I, yeah, oh. Oh, joking aside, I I think it is brilliant. I think it's. Um, for me, it's just gonna, you know, we we need to uh, we need to win something. Um, yeah, I agree act- with that. To, to I actually, that. you know, to
1: is that the next kind of level for us as Spurs fans? We're seeing some great progression, but I mean, the Arsenal fans always kind of throw that line back at well, you. We haven't won yeah. anything yet. Is that the key, Rob? Do we need to win something this season?
3: Yeah, absolutely. well uh, this season, <laughs> you know, this season's a hard season. Mm. Um, but yeah, you know, Isn't as it, yeah. soon as possible. And following that logic, then yeah, this season, yes. OK,
1: fair enough. Yeah. Smithy, want to talk about the league at the moment. Uh, you know, yeah. Spurs, joint seconds. You, you look at the gap to City, and listen, I'm going to be brutally honest. I'm a, I'm a Tottenham fan. I love my Spurs, but I look at the way Man City are playing football at the moment, and I know it's very, yeah. very early on. <clears> but <I> mean, <throat> I'm mean, i going to be, be brutally honest and say that I just can't see anyone coming close to them. I mean, it's just the level and the way they're moving the ball, Smithy. I mean, please tell me if, if you think I'm wrong. Is it too early to kind of say it's City's title at the moment?
2: I'd be amazed. I would mm. be absolutely amazed if Man City didn't win the league. I mean, the, the way that they're playing, the, de- the options they've got, the yeah. depth. I mean, they've won, they've bad, won every single game except the only game they dropped points that was when they were down to 10 men. I mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah.
1: like...
2: Yeah. I, I just can't see them, you know, they're beating good teams well, comfortably as well. I mean, they could have beaten Arsenal 3-4-5. Yeah. They did win 3-1, 4-5-1. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I can't see... I'd, I'd, it's heart versus head. I'd love, I'd love to see... Uh, Tottenham in the league of course it, cool, yeah, you know, yeah. it'd be incredible I, I can't see anyone catching Man City I just think I think they're frighteningly good and anyone who who sort of do, doesn't think Man City are you know, favourites for the title now I, think. I mean it is early days that's the only yeah. thing I will say and they did start well last year people forget as well and then Chelsea had that late that, that surge obviously when they changed their system but I just think I just think Pep's got they've just got everything so the, the gaffer the squad The, the I just think I can't see Man City not winning the league, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, I've got Smithy. I mean, bringing you in, Anna. Uh, are we? What do you think? Putting your Tottenham hat on? Is there? Is there any chance of us being part of a of a title race here?
4: Of course, there's always a chance, technically. <laughs> but I, I do agree with the fact that City are, are on another level. I mean, they're outscoring teams so not It's just Anna, so
1: it They're moving the ball with just such yeah. kind of passion. Yeah. it's just, yeah. it's beautiful to watch. Don't get me wrong, it kills me as a Spurs oh, fan, yeah. but it's um
4: well can't. I'd rather he, if anything I'd rather they do it like that than mm. someone like a Mourinho's team who just of sits course. back and wins one deal so Agreed. you know yeah. what if they have to win it at least win it with this style mm. it's, uh, it's
1: definitely hard I mean Rob come over to you I think I probably know your answer already but can you see anyone <laughs> apart from City Rob at the moment
3: oh Tottenham definitely um, that's <laughs> not the answer you were expecting is it uh, no <laughs> I think um, we, we can't we, yeah we can't we can't um, none of us can give it in now already you know it's only November yeah um, but yeah I sat there I watched some of the highlights this morning um from match of day 2 last night and uh, you suddenly think yeah blimey it is 8 points that is you know effectively that's three wins mm. um you know and and teams that win the title don't lose more than four or five maybe six games maximum so um I guess if you would, if you were a you know a mathematician and doing the percentages the the chances are pretty slim um but you know it's uh, stranger things have happened.
1: Hmm. Stranger things have happened. Well, so let's have a, a, a brief look then in January. We've had a, we have had a couple of questions coming in about it. So, um, this is from thfc underscore Charlie. It says players you can see leaving in January and players coming in. Rob, very quickly stick with you then. Um, anyone, Rob, you'd like to see Spurs move for in January very quickly?
3: Yeah, I've written down here in front of me, Damari Gray. Okay. Um, mm. I think uh, I've got to say that. Um, uh, whenever George and Kudu gets bought on, mm. God bless him. You know, it's 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 almost like we 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 we've, we've had a succession of. I, I'm not sure who we've got in that position anymore. Um, that that just haven't worked out. And actually, mm. whenever I've seen clips of Damari Gray, I think he looks like the sort of guy that he fits a lot of. You know. He yep. ticks a lot of boxes. He's 21. He's English. Um, he's very quick. He's, he's got that, that just a, a bit of something different about him. And that's when I, I wrote Damari Gray down when we were talking about Sahar earlier. Yep. I think if you, if you if we're going to waste some of Levy's money, I'd rather waste it on Damari Gray than um, Sahar. <laughs> yeah. What about the Bartley
1: one, Rob? Do you think that's something we might I, I wouldn't.
3: I, I, okay. would, I, I would, that would be my avoid at all costs. Really? And it okay. has been, yeah, it's just, I, I just Not think there's you. too many, I think there's, I think there's um, physical issues with the you know with the guy has shown that and I, as in fitness issues and i think there's uh probably uh, attitude well i don't think I've, you know having read and seen stuff i think there are attitude issues and i just don't think i think maybe one of the one or the other you can change but i think there's probably t- too much to take on
1: yeah coming over to you smithy you mentioned about yeah. Potch getting the best out of players we'll come in and talk about talk to us about january is there going to be a requirement to bring some players in if we are going to progress in the Champions League, FA Cup's going to kick in, obviously, as well in January. League as well, if we're you know, potentially in a, in a title race, who knows? What do you think, Smithy?
2: Yeah, I think he'll spend in Jan. Uh, I think we'll buy one or two players. I don't, I don't think he's going to spend in terms of quantity. Mm. I think he's going to try and add one or two quality players. So I, it's always a hard one, January, because they they always say players are overpriced and locked into contracts. It, the, the, you know, you look at any transfer window, January deadline day and transferring there's, there's never as much activity as there is in the summer one uh with that said Damari Gray it's, it's interesting that Rob said that because I, I agree with him there he's one of the players we were linked with uh I was quite excited about because he's young He's well. I think we need some pace in the side we do, yeah. uh to just yeah. another player's mm. playing behind Kane that option a, a, a quick option I still think we need another striker as well you know I just think these, these niggly injuries Harry Kane's got and it's like I, I like Lorente played great in the burnabout, but i, I I just think, you know, I'm just so concerned that if if Kane, God forbid,
0: yeah, you know, got an in, injury,
2: then, oh. then, yeah, then suddenly we're we're very short. So I'd like to see us buy um buy another striker, but I mean, who that is in January is, you know, it's it's, it's not an easy, it's not yeah. an easy prospect, and also it's not easy attracting a player that. Um, that is uh, not going to start. The player that I was in, it, very intrigued by, mm. who we were linked with, was Ian Acho, Because I looked at his yeah. goal-scoring record. His goals to game for Man City was phenomenal. He was, yeah. Uh, and, he, and he's a young player. Uh, and also, he was third, fourth choice anyway. So it's yeah. not like he's leaving from being a first-choice try- He was a player that I thought, why we didn't go in for him, I do not know. Because he's not leaving first-choice football at Man City. He's going to be up the pecking order if anything at Spurs. Mm. Um, mm. And he's young, he's raw. So... Yeah, players like that. Damari Gray is another one. Just, you know, young, raw players with pace, I'd be interested to buy. I don't think we need, um, you know, any more experienced heads in the side, really, if I'm being honest.
1: OK, and Bartley, very quickly, for you, Smithy, is that an option you'd like to see as we visit? Oh,
2: tough one. I mean, it's... it's I, do you know what? I know you don't... I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to get splintered by, <laughs> by saying on the I genuinely do not know how that would play out. Because, once again, he's, he's a player that... That has—I've seen glimpses of brilliance, but then I've seen games where someone's gone. Barkley's playing, I've gone—is he? And, and and you're not aware that he's on the field. So I've I'd no idea how that would play out, mate. One thing I do know, though, is I think we'd have to spend quite big for him. So I, I understand where Rob's coming from with, with that, and I think he, he um, would require quite large wages as well. So I don't know, but yeah, I'm sorry to sit on the fence, no, mate. Right. I, I just. I don't know. I do not know how that one. I, would I play think John, out.
1: It's funny, Smithy. I think that one does divide opinion. I mean, Anna, where do, you, yeah. where do you sit on the on the Bartley fence? I mean, is that a player you, you'd interest you?
4: Uh yeah. I think I'd be interested in him, but on the other hand, who would he replace? He that's definitely wouldn't question. be in the starting lineup. No, that's a good
1: question. So, yeah. so who
4: would he replace? And the injuries is definitely a concern. I agree with that. Mm. So, it is a tough one. And spending big, we also don't often spend in January. No, don't. So, no, true. Uh, yeah again fence.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean is there anyone else Anna, apart from who we've mentioned anyone else you'd like to see Spurs go for? I mean is there a player out there that is obtainable that could take us to the next level in January? Is it just is it just very hard as Smithy said and Rob said to bring these players in at this time?
4: I think it is. Gray was a good shout. I don't know if Sassanon's an option or if we want him at all yeah. for pace. But, mm. uh, but yeah, that, that could be another one. But I agree with the pace and uh, something like that. We don't need a defensive um, situation. We sorted that out, which is brilliant. Striker, yeah, but who are we going to get in, really? Very hot um, isn't it?
1: I think it's just January, one of these saturated markets where I think everyone, and like we're saying, the lot of managers now, you know, Allardyce might be in at Everton. Yeah. You know, you're looking yeah. around and you're thinking you know, a lot of these clubs, West Ham, are going to get another manager. So there's going to be a lot of kind of buying going on in January. It'll be interesting to see if the big clubs do come amongst <coughs> it. And I suppose it all depends on where we are in the league. And at the moment, David, don't think you can complain. But um, Anna, it's been such a pleasure having you on tonight. Really, really enjoyed it.
4: Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time.
1: Oh, no problem. We'll get you back on in the future. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we've had you. It's uh, been really good.
4: Yeah, no, please. I'd love to come on again.
1: Oh, lovely. Great. Rob, thank you for coming on this evening. Been a pleasure, as always. Pleasure.
3: Yeah, nice to talk to you again.
1: And you, Rob, and you. And Smithy, thank you for coming on and making your debut this evening.
2: Mate, loved it. Anytime you need me for my second appearance, I'm, you know I am. Thanks for having me on. Really enjoyed it. You're a top man. Most certainly will
1: do. So, guys, we are going to be back in a week's time Bringing you a big North London Derby preview, hopefully, with a couple of players that we know for sure are going to be fit. And as always, come on, you Spurs.
0: Still dangerous, not really away. Sun Yu Min puts Tottenham the ahead. There's the breakthrough goal. And splendidly hit it was. Sports
4: Social Podcast Network